0: Today's Local Lady podcast is made possible by Riverton REMAX All-Star Realtors. If you're looking to buy or sell a property in Fremont County, Riverton REMAX has great staff that will assist you on your journey to a new home. Check out Riverton REMAX All-Stars Realtors on Facebook. There are several great properties for sale right now. Hello Riverton and Fremont County. This is Bethany Baldus in the 10Cast Porter Studio with the Local Ladies episode this week. I have Zach Larson as my guest and Zach is the site manager for the Riverton Museum. How are you doing today, Zach?
1: Good. I am also the localist of all of the ladies.
0: The localist of all of the ladies? You have yeah. that nice soft voice. and
1: <laughs> <laughs> That's right. A soft tender hands and stuff i don't know yeah you're a
0: good soprano i think yeah yeah Yeah, that's right (laughs) so um you have been at the museum for about a year and a half now yeah
1: coming up on that
0: yeah and um how's it going so far yeah getting a lot of new things brought in
1: we are trying we've all just always trying to change everything um you know give people a reason to come back to the museum frequently we uh last summer finished our big uranium exhibit um, we are working on a couple, well, several new exhibits. We're, we're doing a, a bit of light remodeling in our basement right now, and we're going to have a lot of rotating exhibits down there when that's all finished uh, early, early this coming spring. We're also going to be doing a new exhibit on oil and gas in the area and just that industry and, and the importance of that for our local economy and our local history. So in addition to lots and lots of programming and lots and lots of other stuff,
0: keeps you pretty busy yeah <laughs> and technically it keeps the residents pretty busy if they keep track of everything you guys are doing yeah you yeah, um i've true. noticed you guys have a really active facebook page and you're doing a lot of things like the rediscover the winds podcast to kind of get some excitement
1: yeah so we're part of the well we're, we're now part of the 10 cast network we um the Riverton museum is part of the County museum system. So the pioneer museum in Lander and the Dubois museum are also part of that same system. And so, uh, all three of us kind of work under the same County organization. We turn our own sites, we do our own exhibits and, uh, but, but yeah, like the, the podcast is something that we do together. One the Kirsten at the Dubois museum help, uh, well, she does that. And I, I think we decided on a trip that we, on a, we went to Denver for a, a conference and interviewed a bunch of people there, and we decided to give ourselves titles. So she is the, um, I think we decided that she was the director of creativity and that I was the technical director, <laughs> yeah. or <of the> producer, <laughs> or something like that.
0: Any everybody should listen to it though because you guys are pretty entertaining.
1: Yeah, like. <laughs> it's it's a fun. It's fun to do. We You're were a good du- duo were the the OG of Fremont County podcasting.
0: Yeah, the OG. Yeah, the, yeah. Yeah, I would agree. <laughs> so, um and then you guys just you have a year now yeah. under your belts. Yep. So, there's lots of episodes to um catch up on. I think that's one of my favorite things about podcasting is you can go back and listen to mm-hmm. them even after. Where, like sometimes with the news it's like, "All right, that was history." Yeah. But um there's a lot so much information that you guys um have in that i was just listening to the one today about um you guys just released about the census and Mm -hmm. kind of the boom bust cycle in dubois which is really interesting
1: yeah we're going to be doing a lot of census uh themed podcasts throughout the year it's it's a census year um and i can't remember off the top of my head but we've got a lot of really really great episodes a couple of mini-series we did a women's history month mini-series last year um, I think this coming November, we're going to try to do a Native American history miniseries. Cool. So lots of just lots of good content coming up.
0: Well, and I think that's something that we kind of forget as residents of Fremont <laughs> County. We have some very good history that's mm-hmm. happened here. Like it's an interesting community that came together from the tie Hacks all the way down to the uranium mines. I mean, yeah. we cover a lot of land.
1: Yeah, we do. And a lot, I mean, it's, we're we're very... Mountainous in the in the I guess the western edge of our, of the county, and we're sagebrush desert in the eastern part. So we've got a lot of geography and and a lot of different industries that have resulted from that. And, so. and gold up in South Pass. Yeah. I mean, it's yeah. all
0: kind of. I've I've always thought my favorite um, historical tidbit of Fremont County is that when they were trying to figure out where they were going to put the capital, it was between Cheyenne and Atlantic City. <laughs> and I've always just thought how different our state would be if um if that actually happened yeah. <laughs> we wouldn't have all that foreign influence from the states on the borders that's
1: right <laughs> Stay out greenies yeah <laughs> so
0: foreign um Huskers. yeah gosh well it, you know you think about it though it really is easier for people from other states to get to our capital than for like someone yeah. from Jackson or Riverton we just got this major snowstorm if that'd been a week later there would be legislators not able mm-hmm. to get to Cheyenne so yeah. which i mean if it was in Atlantic City would probably be the case too <laughs> <laughs>
1: yeah that's we snowmobile up there, take the loop road or something. Yeah.
0: <laughs> they probably would have had to have moved it down into landers, kinda yeah. if, if history had gone that route. So um I guess that's a really good draw into like some of the historical um so you're kinda going an energy route with a lot of the um displays that you have in the Right. Lithium.
1: So so the Riverton Museum is um you know, Riverton is not an old town. Mm-hmm uh you know there the, there's some of the rendezvous stuff that happened clear back in the 1830s but the actual history of the town i mean it didn't even open for for white settlement until 1906 and so we missed out on a lot of the you know the covered wagons and the whole sure. pioneer period and and we didn't have a lot of the a lot of that older history that like Lander has um and i think Dubois is probably even older than Riverton but uh Ever since the beginning, we've been very much an industrial town. You know, agricultural interests were brought because of irrigation and building all that irrigation infrastructure was, was an industrial undertaking. Um, speaking of that, we were uh, this summer, keep an eye out, we're going to be doing a, a trek where we go visit a lot of the irrigation district sites. Cool.
0: You know, when we figured out last summer um, in 2019 how important it is to know the history in Goshen County of our... Um, of our irrigation and the canal systems mm-hmm. and when you have something that's been there since nineteen oh six and all of a sudden it fails, it really impacts everything yeah. downstream. So that's that history is important to know.
1: Yeah, well well and ours, um the promise was was that in nineteen oh six that it would be done quickly. Mm-hmm. Uh there was a lot of infighting among the early irrigation canal companies and it ended up being taken over by the Bureau of Reclamation. And really, in the twenties and thirties, when it was when it finally all came together, which, um, you know, Fremont County, s- and Wyoming in general tends to be like an economic bright spot whenever there's economic turmoil right. in the rest <laughs> of the country. So the nineteen twenties and thirties, there's all this brand new farmland in Riverton. In the meantime, the rest of the country's in the Great Depression and the Dust Bowl and all that kind of stuff. So people, that's that's why Riverton really grew quickly, kind of in that in that decade. Now hundred years ago. And uh, I guess 90 years ago. Yeah. That's so, kind of crazy. Yeah. And <laughs> so, so I guess a lot of that infrastructure is, is the reason for that. So we'll be, we'll be checking out a lot of that stuff. Cool. Um,
0: and then talk about your trucks a little bit because you guys have a few throughout the year.
1: We have all, all three museums in the county have three series of events. Um, the Adventure trek Series, which is uh, sponsored by the Windover Visitors Council hope i get all of our sponsors right the children's exploration series which is sponsored by uh bailey Tire and, and the Pitstop stop travel centers and then wyoming community bank sponsors our discovery speaker series mm-hmm. um adventure trek series we go to interesting places um trek is you know denotes that there's some strenuous work involved and, and some in some cases that's the case we're going to be doing some hiking this year uh we're going to be going to bates battlefield we're going to be let me look at my
0: Where's Bates Battlefield?
1: Uh, it's... Kind I guess of I right. don't know about that. There, yeah, well, and I my history on that's a little bit rusty. I've got a lot of research and reading up mm-hmm. to do before that trek, but it's kind of on the border of Fremont, Hot Springs, and Washakie counties. Okay. Um, Basically, it was a a battle between the cavalry and, and a group of Arapaho. Mm. And uh, cavalry ended up... I, I think that more Arapaho... People were were killed, but the they they managed to to drive the cavalry away. Cool, good. And uh, so that you know that's that's like I said, I need to brush up on on my history of that. I've I've skimmed through some things. It's it's a little bit tricky to get to. Um, where else are we going? We're gonna do the Midville Irrigation District. We're gonna be biking out to Blackbridge. That's gonna be our first one on the first day of summer.
0: Are you guys gonna do the bike path then? Yeah. Yeah. So awesome. I've done that before. I've always wanted to um, bike out all the way to Shoshone, mm-hmm. but I just haven't gotten brave enough to. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you, you'll want a, uh, <laughs> a padded seat pad for where the um, railroad ties aren't covered up completely. Mm-hmm. It's a little bit bumpy. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but that's pretty, it's a beautiful ride.
1: Yeah. And it's, it's what, about five miles, mm-hmm. five or six miles. Yep. It's not too bad. Yep. Um uh, we always go out to the Oakey Mansion in Lost Cabin every year. Those are kind of a limited time tickets. Uh, it's owned by Conoco Phillips. There's a big gas plant, but there's a big sheep tycoon that built this beautiful mansion mm-hmm. in 1900 out in the middle of, middle of nowhere, Lost Cabin, Wyoming. I mean, it's like, you know, if Lyside is lander, then Lost Cabin is Hudson kind of a thing. Sure, so, sure. <laughs> make even like smaller and light sight. in September. We're going to do a lot of exploring out in the gas Hills and Jeffrey city area. We're just checking out the old uranium district. And then in October, we're, we always do a haunted downtown walking mm-hmm. trek. Um, so that's, you know, a lot of fun treks coming up, uh, talks. We've got a lot of those. We've got this weekend is our first children's exploration series. um, I happen to be a huge nerd and specifically a computer nerd. I like old computers. Mm -hmm. And so we're going to be showing kids what it's like to digitally die of dysentery on an Apple IIe, well, at least an emulated Apple IIe. And then, you know, we've got some, some some Oregon trails. We'll play some (laughs) Oregon trail. We'll learn how to program on a Commodore VIC-20. We'll boot up some old MS-DOS machines. And, you know, it's not really Riverton history related, but.
0: I don't know. It's our history. Yeah. So, like, I remember being up, doing all those things. So, it's maybe of a time rather than, Mm -hmm. like, specifically
1: Riverton. Well, and I I just, I think that that, I think that tech history is really interesting because.
0: We've lived an entire computer lifespan. (laughs) Yeah.
1: And, and how quickly things have changed. I was born in 1982 and it was, you know, pretty common to grow up without a, a home computer and, I don't feel like I'm that old, but now like people are online from from their birth. Birth, yep. So
0: yep. some like literally some people have um, Facebook accounts from when their baby is yeah. born, kind of thing. Like yeah. they're, it, and I've thought about that sometimes. Like the change of having your entire history mm-hmm. on like documented that way. Yeah. So it'll be it'll be interesting to see what that kind of turns into. So.
1: So I mean we'll, we're going to look at like you know I've got machines that go back to the to the mid 80s I have um I guess depending on how you slice it the third or fourth model of of the Apple Macintosh that we're going to play with um it doesn't do a lot and people lined up to spend like 4 grand on these things <laughs>
0: Um what yeah that I uh, my mom and I've talked a lot about that like we're technology has gotten so much better but the prices have come down but they've Mm -hmm. actually held pretty stable like it's been the same price for a computer after they got to that affordable range that they've always been
1: yeah and then and just they just keep getting well faster and more powerful and
0: more gigabytes more all the things yep um just like with Nintendo, I don't think that they figured out that if they just had stuck with Nintendo, I'd still play. Yeah.
1: <laughs> they didn't Fair need enough.
0: to be all fancy.
1: Who <laughs> needs connect controllers. And yeah, and, kind
0: of and like good graphics. It was fine the way it yeah.
1: was. <laughs> totally fine. <laughs> so that's, anyway, that's going to come up this this Saturday. There's, we've just, um, I'll have some brochures ready pretty soon, but we have... We try to publish on our Facebook page the upcoming events at least a couple weeks in advance and hopefully a little bit better. I am not that great at social media, and so sometimes it's the day of, and I think, oh, I should probably put that out there. I should
0: put that out there. Um, What time is your children's um, program going to be? Those
1: are always 2 to 4 on a Saturday. On a
0: Saturday, okay. Is it usually a typical, like, normal, like, second week at the... Uh, it
1: varies, just whenever. So, just whenever. but um,
0: just to keep an eye out on the Facebooks and. Yep.
1: Um, so those we've got. We're gonna do those. We're gonna make telegraphs in March. Cool. Uh, so kids will learn, you know, about history of communication as well as like how electromagnets work and and just some really basic principles of of electrical circuitry. Uh, in May, we're gonna shoot photos on photographic paper with homemade oatmeal box pinhole cameras.
0: Oh wow! Cool. And then, and
1: then develop our own pictures and chemicals so Mm. that'll be fun we're gonna take a stab at making dutch oven bread and homemade butter in june we're gonna learn how to use maps and and compasses in august and then in december we're gonna be building some like vintage wooden toys
0: cool and so this is pretty much just first come first serve
1: Um. uh call in advance okay um some of these are we can accommodate more people than, than others um but you know It's good to have an idea of how many people are going to be there to know how much supplies we need to get and all that kind of stuff. So uh, call us and inquire, and we'll we'll get your name on lists and stuff. Um, And then speaker series stuff, since we're talking about events. Mm -hmm. uh, In March also, so part of our refurbished downstairs gallery, we're actually getting the original KVOW broadcasting console. Cool. So our first big exhibit down there is going to be all about like the history of radio and broadcasting and Ernie Over from Wind River Radio Network's going to come and talk about that history to That's us. That's
0: fantastic.
1: Um in we actually already had one in January Bart Ringer talked about his new book mm-hmm. and uh, it was really cool. He's a he was a police officer. Everybody in Riverton knows, knows who Bart right, Ringer right. is.
0: But even if it wasn't when he was a police officer, it was yeah. when he was a substitute, so Yeah. <laughs>
1: so just a, just a great guy um in april 16th uh museum staff we're going to be giving a, a talk about how to preserve like family documents mm. you know all those old books and stuff documents papers that that you want to make sure are taken care of for ne- for later generations we'll talk about how to like you know do a little bit of conservation work on them and just make sure that they're stored properly so that they're not going to age more than is necessary um In May, we're having a guy um, from Natrona County come over and talk about the history of homesteading in Frenchie Draw, which is, like, between here. Do you know where that Mm -hmm. is? And I guess there were some promises that you could even grow watermelons out there.
0: Well, because they have hot water. Like, they have Mm. warm water from whatever's down below that makes it. (laughs) So, my dad's, like, obsessed with that area for being agriculture and, so, and you go out there and there's nothing.
1: It's no sagebrush and, and natural gas,
0: yeah, sagebrush and natural gas. But who knows? Maybe yeah. somebody will figure out their watermelons out there. I know.
1: So, so that'll be really interesting. Um, that's in May. And then we have a, a, to be determined talk in the summer. And then Alma law, every October talks about just haunted Fremont County mm-hmm. ghost stories. That's always a big, a big one. So
0: we have a lot, don't we? Of Yeah. Yeah.
1: Well, and he's collected them. Like, that's his uh, (laughs) hobby, I guess. Right. You know, some people collect stamps or old computers. He collects ghost stories.
0: Well, and I think that it's... uh, We're a young town, and I think... um, I went back east one time to Boston, and I walked through Boston, and I was shocked by how old things were. Mm -hmm. And then you go to Europe, and they're even older. So, I mean... We kind of forget sometimes that we have history, but, um, one of my, the house that my husband and I first bought, um, I always loved the history of it because I was able to know the man who built it in the fifties. And he told me about like, they would do one part of the house, borrow a thousand dollars from his in-laws, which in the fifties would have been a lot more than it is now. Um, and he would build as much as he could. He would pay his in-laws back, and then he'd build the next part. Mm-hmm. And so you can see, like, the old logs in it, and you can tell, like, the weird things in it that were as he was building out. And we have so many little things like that, that maybe it's only from the early 1900s, the 50s, the 60s, and mm-hmm. that stuff. But it's still just people's lives. And, right. it, for instance, like, your guys' building um, has – pretty good historical significance
1: within the community Yeah, it was the first brick building in the city um, I built in 1916 1917 maybe off by a year or two there but I think that that's that's about when it was the first Methodist Church um, and it you know so so then in the nineteen late 60s is when they built the new building that's up by the library they the church either donated or, or Made arrangements for it to be become a museum, and it's been a museum since sixty nine or seventy.
0: And and so that's why it looks like a church, or, yeah, because <laughs> yeah. it was. But it's it's a beautiful building, and I I, I they did an addition at some point.
1: Too. Yeah, it's it's got a few additions. Yeah, um, as all those buildings do, and you yep. can kind of tell.
0: Yep, yep. Which I kind of I love that term mm-hmm. of like older buildings. I know that they're not old compared to. Back east standards, but for us, they're old. (laughs) So, and they're still standing. So, Um, very cool. Um, So, what kind? So, you've brought in the uranium and you're going to do an oil and gas display. What else do you kind of have going on inside of the that people maybe should come check out that they haven't seen yet?
1: Um, Well, scrap your Valentine's Day plans first off, because we have a murder mystery party. Um, you know, one of those like dress up in characters. It's a 1920s theme, speakeasy theme where it's just going to be a lot of fun. We, we, we have, we do that every year as one of our big fundraisers. Um, and it's a great like couples thing. It's also a great singles awareness day thing. Right. Um, and, and basically, yeah, you, you're given a card with objectives and you act out and you try to, it's like clue, but life size instead of on a board game.
0: So from the past years, I've seen that people are in costume and stuff. Do mm-hmm. people provide their own costumes? Yeah. Or, okay. Okay.
1: Yeah, it's a come dressed up thing. We've done last year. We did a 1980s. It was like I think the theme was called like totally rad 80s prom mm-hmm. gone bad, and and then the year before that, which is before I was here, but um, they did.
0: It was old time. Like a Deadwood
1: there. saloon. Yeah. Yeah. Yep.
0: I, so. I, I always, I've never been, but I always enjoy the pictures the day uh-huh. after because they're so awesome. But yeah. the speakeasy should be a fun one to dress up for. Yep. Get your feathers and your flapper dresses yeah. and.
1: <laughs> um, we'll have candy cigarettes there.
0: Nice. So <laughs> that's the that's thing of the, for kids of the nineties, isn't oh, it? Oh yeah. <laughs> yep.
1: Yeah. I, I definitely remember. And, and, uh, <laughs> So anybody who was, like, about my age in Lander remembers Olson's Market because you could sneak away from the junior high and go there and mm-hmm. buy penny candy. And they had these things that I later found out were, like, candy lipsticks. Mm-hmm. I thought they were supposed to be shotgun shells. Oh,
0: <laughs> Oh, okay. I know what you're talking about.
1: <laughs> and the candy in them was okay, but the cool thing was is you could put vinegar and baking soda in and, like, shoot the lid off of them. <laughs> that was always fun. Yeah.
0: Well, you know, and, like, for me, it's um pit stop is like that for me down off of Sunset because yeah. my house was right there. And so mm-hmm. I'd collect, and that's where I'd go um. get my candies and stuff. <laughs> there is something to... Being an adult within the community that you were yeah. a child in. <laughs> yeah. So, very cool. Um, and then you guys are constantly changing things up. And um, so I just, I think that so often we think of museums as kind of a dusty place. But you guys, it's more of like a living document of yeah. our community. and
1: We have our fair share of dust, too. <laughs> um, But you, we're always like... We, we just hired um, a new collections manager, Amy, I guess this last spring. Um, and we're working on like a full inventory to find out what all artifacts we have, what kind of condition they're in and, and store them. So that's going to give us a lot of inspiration for new exhibits. Um, the thing about any community museum is there's a lot of stuff in there and probably most of it or at least a good chunk of it is not on display at any given time. Sure. And some of it we, you know, we're a small staff and there's only so much that we can do in a given day. And so sometimes we get like backlogs of of things that we need to put into our, our database. And so I mean we've got we've got a lot of neat stuff. And, you guys uh,
0: have an archive upstairs too, correct? Yep.
1: We've got a lot it's got a lot of local history, a lot of local like papers from from people. Um and we're going to work on on making that a lot more accessible in in the coming years when we get around to that. Uh, yeah, we'd like to have like a a reading room that's that's separate, and we've got a lot of big dreams and plans for for the museum.
0: I enjoyed in your guys's podcast. I, I really just encourage everybody to go listen to it because you guys do a great job. But um, I enjoyed when you guys were talking about the old time newspapers where we talk about tea. Yeah. next to like crazy stuff going on at the same time and yep. how much how much history you can actually gain from perspective that you can j- gain from old older um newspapers. So
1: Yeah, everything from like you know so and so and so and so went to so and so's house for a tea party <laughs> yeah. all the way to like <laughs> the the Jones boy has diphtheria. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> well, yeah. <laughs> Stay away from the Jones house, I guess. Yeah,
0: (laughs) yep. So, um, so, how do people find you guys? Uh, What's the best way to keep in contact with what the Riverton Museum is doing?
1: Um, We're on Facebook. We try to do an okay job at keeping that up to date (laughs) and share some some neat stuff. Um, We may might be uh, reviving our Instagram soon. And heaven help us, we might even start a TikTok account. So TikTok some people account. At, the, <laughs> at the conference we were at that that run a TikTok account for their like nature center in Kansas, and they've been really successful at, yeah. at engaging. I guess engaging I just haven't figured so out today.
0: TikTok. Like my girls enjoy TikTok, but <laughs> I like, don't get it. <laughs> I don't get the social media aspect of it. Uh, maybe <laughs> I, I,
1: it's. I'm too old. Yeah.
0: <laughs> uh, yeah. I, I'm just not quite there. Well, yeah. well, I'll send the girls over and maybe they can figure it out for yeah, you.
1: Guys. Maybe, maybe we need to outsource that to <laughs> yeah. some, some Gen Z kids. Yeah.
0: <laughs> yes. So, and then, um, you guys have a
1: webpage, uh, com is the website for all the whole museum system. There's actually a lot of neat stuff that you can find there You for Riverton, Dubois and Lander. You can find, uh, like downtown walking tours. And you you may have noticed that a lot of the buildings have like little placards on them with some information on there. So there's, you know, if you want to kill some time in a day nicer probably than today. Yeah. <laughs> um, go check those out. There's maps that, that show you how to get, you know, from one building to the next. And uh, just a lot of other stuff. There's links to each of our individual museums pages on there. And... Uh, To kind of keep up with what's going on in the whole system, there's also a Fremont County Museum System Facebook page uh, that generally keeps us in mind. Um, You can also, there's instructions on the website to sign up for our monthly newsletter. So that's also worth doing.
0: Yep. And then your location?
1: Uh, 700 East Park Avenue. We are kind of like behind slash across the street from Central Bank and Trust in Riverton.
0: Yeah, so right up the road there, so... Uh, kitty cat owner from St. Margaret's. St. Margaret's is on the yep. other
1: side. Yep. Yep. So
0: very good. Well, make sure you guys go check out the museum. Um, I I know when I've been in there, I'm always impressed by it. And I don't think we can ever spend enough time with history because those who don't learn it are doomed to repeat it. That's right. So <laughs> trying to figure out the new roads that we should go and Wyoming has some lessons to learn from the past for yep. sure. So. Check out the podcast and go visit Zach at the Team Museum. Thank you, Zach.
1: Yep, thank you.